YouTube, man. What's up, man? This is your guy, Manny. And you're listening to the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. So this is an NBA pod. We're going to talk NBA playoffs day one and two. By far, this is one of the best, if not the best, game ones that I've seen in years. In years, literally. So we're going to kick this thing off with the Miami Heat versus the Milwaukee Bucks. One of the rematches from last year, right? So this matchup, you're seeing Giannis, you're seeing Jimmy Butler. It was a great game. It was a great game. Uh, Middleton pretty much won the game on the buzzer, pretty much. I mean, Middleton, I've talked a lot of trash about Middleton over the years, and Middleton just showed up and showed out um, on Saturday. He had 27 points. Uh, he was three for nine from three. Giannis was awesome. Um, he had 26 points, 18 rebounds, five assists. So Milwaukee has a legit big three. Jalen Rose says Milwaukee has a legit big three, and we all tend to laugh, you know, Drew Holiday is the other part of that big three. He had 20 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, also, um, Lopez had a good game. Lopez had 18 points and eight rebounds. So when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, man, they had four guys who scored over 18 points. I mean, they were magnificent. And then they, they didn't really get much help off the bench, but they didn't need it because they had that guy Middleton. Uh, this game went to overtime. I mean, it was back and forth, back and forth. I really enjoyed this game. So, you know, I was kind of picking and choosing what games I want to watch, what games I don't want to watch. And this is one that I wasn't really interested in. But, man, this is going to be a series right here. And um, also, on the Miami side, you had Duncan Robinson, who came out late. This guy, I mean, he gets hot, he gets hot. He shot 7 for 13 from three. He had 24 points. Jimmy Butler had 17. Jimmy Butler, had, each, had Jimmy Butler gotten the 20 points and possibly could have won this game? Off the bench, Dragic, man. Dragic comes in, plays good every single playoffs, every single season. 25 points off the bench. A big 5 for 10 three-point range. Hero pitched in with 10. So you see where the Miami bench stepped up. The Milwaukee uh, Bucks bench didn't step up. And tonight is game two. It's going to be a great game between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. Uh, this kind of reminds me of last year, kind of how well, Miami was winning those games last year in overtime and those, you know, lucky shots here and there. This year, it seems to be that the roles have reversed, but both teams hate each other. So that was a pretty, pretty, pretty good game. I enjoyed myself. Uh, next game I want to talk about is the uh, Mavericks versus the Clippers. Everybody was saying the Mavericks are going to get swept. Not me. Look, Luka is different. The Clippers did all this stuff to run away from the Lakers, which we're going to get into the Lakers in a minute, but they did all this stuff to run, to, to run away from the Lakers, and you're playing the Mavericks. The Mavericks are a good team. Hey, they've showed up in the playoffs every single year. Last year, this year, so far. Uh, Luka is magnificent, man. Uh, but it just wasn't Luka. Luka had 31 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. It was the supporting cast for Luka. I mean, uh, uh, Philly, Philly Smith had 18 points, 5 rebounds. Uh, you had Prozingis, who had 14 points. So let this sink in. The Mavericks beat the Clippers by 10 points, 113 to 103. And Prozingis only had 14 points. Hmm. This is going to be a good series. I promise you guys that. Off the bench, you have Brunson. Jalen Brunson had a game, and he had 15 points. Uh, he was 7-8 from the free throw line. He was that steadying piece that kind of kept Dallas afloat when, you know, either Luka was on the bench or Hardaway was on the bench. So Hardaway also had 21 points. So you had 
you know, five guys who had over four, over 14 points. The Dallas Mavericks just shot the three ball pretty well. I mean, they shot 47%. They made 17 points compared to the Clippers' uh, uh, 11. So, if the Clippers want to win this series, it's not going to be an easy series. I see this series going on six or seven. If the Clippers want to win this series, you got to play better defense. you got to limit those threes. Uh, Kawhi Leonard had 26 points, and you had Paul Dojo at 23 points. But outside of that, who really stepped up? Beverly had 10, Batum had 11, Rondo had 11. Wait a minute. Terrence Mann was supposed to be this new sensation, right? And uh, Kennard, he's getting paid $64 million for four years, right? Where was he at? I was telling people, without Lou and without Trez, you're losing a lot. You're losing a lot off the bench because the Clippers need scoring. You know what I'm saying? Defense is not their problem. So missing a Lou and missing a Trez, it's going to be tough. Rondo's not giving you 11 points every night. You know what I'm saying? Ibaka had eight. Uh, Batum had 11. Ibaka should be starting, right? That's why they brought him here, right? He should be starting over Zubac, right? But I don't know what the Clippers are doing. I'm just excited for the next game. This is going to be a good series. The next game I want to get into real quick is the Celtics versus the Nets. Honestly, this is one of the games I did not want to watch. But this was actually a pretty good game. Like I said, every single game was close. Every single game could have gone either way for both days of the starting uh, playoffs. Um, Jason Tatum had 22. Kim Walker had 15. Uh, Marcus Smart had 17. And Fournier had 10, respectively. Now, off the bench, Jabari Parker came up big, had 9. Uh, Robert Williams had a game, and he was a game changer. He had 11 points. Uh, this guy had 9 rebounds and 9 blocks. This is almost had a triple-double off of his blocks. Okay? This was a game that I didn't even think was going to be close, but it was close. It went back and forth. As much high-powered offense as the Nets have, it was only three guys that scored for them. It was Kevin Durant. He had 32 points, 12 rebounds. You had uh, Kyrie Irving, 29 points, six rebounds. And you had uh, James Harden, 21 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Those eight assists, they were passing to each other. I mean, those are the three guys. And you had Joe Harris, who had 10 points, who's supposed to be that support, that uh, that uh, floor spacer, that guy who's supposed to come in and score. And then off the bench, you had like guys like Green and Claxton. Those guys gave you nothing. So could this be a problem moving forward? I don't know. I just think that the Nets have enough offense to kind of get by most teams in the NBA. But what's going to be telling is, can they play defense like they did on Saturday? That's what their Achilles heel is defense. And if that defense holds up, they're going to be a team that possibly makes it to the finals. Last game of the night I want to talk about. This This game wasn't close. I actually fell asleep on this game because I was just so tired. But this was the Portland Trailblazers versus the Denver Nuggets. Game was close in the first half, and then in the second half, it just took a turn. Um, Portland, man, look, this series can go either way. When Jamal Murray went out, I just didn't really too much trust uh, Denver anymore. Um, Dame literally had 30, 34 points, had 13 assists. Uh, McCollum chipped in with 21. He had Nurkic with 11, Powell with 10, uh, Carmelo Anthony with 18. But the biggest surprise was Simmons. Simmons came off the bench and had 14. That's, I mean, he shot four for five from three, Melo four for eight, <laughs> Lillard five for 12. So Portland was just raining threes, man. These guys shot, they made 19 threes, shot 40, made 19, almost 50%. They shot 47% from three. And that's, anybody who's shooting 47% from three, when you're making 19 to 20 threes, you're gonna win just about every game. You know, uh, so on the Denver side, you had Jokic, who was 34, who, no, who, who had 34 points and 18 rebounds. I think that Jokic is the MVP issue. There's no questions. There's ands and buts about it. 
Michael Porter Jr., who's turning into a star, he had 20, uh, 25 points, nine rebounds. Aaron Gordon, who I just feel like he's an okay player. He's an okay role player. He had 16 points, eight rebounds. With Murray out, Aaron Gordon got to step up. There's no excuses. You're no longer in Orlando. You got to step up, bro. So, off the bench, Monte Morris. But you would think that Denver's a team that can score. You got to match Portland three for three, intensity for intensity. I mean, you got to rebound. You got to defend. So, this is going to be a series to keep an eye on. It could go either way, but I'm not holding my breath. I mean, I can definitely see Portland running, running away with the series. Um, then you go to Sunday. You got the Wizards who claim that eighth spot. They're playing the Sixers. And this game was close the entire game. It was until Westbrook and Bradley Beal had 12 turnovers. You know, game should have been won by the Wizards. They had ample chances. Uh, they didn't play defense because they don't play defense. But what was intriguing to me was guys like Alex Lynn stepped up big against Joel Embiid. He had 12 points. Robin Lopez six points got for 12 points so the collection of centers held up versus Joel Embiid okay um Westbrook had 16 points 14 assists but he had six turnovers that cannot happen Bradley Bill had 33 points 11 I mean 10 rebounds and six assists but you know down the stretch you needed him to make a three or two you know he shot one for six for three that can't happen if the Wizards want a chance to win this game Really, we just need to play flawless. They need to play better defense. They even want to win a game or two in this series. But all in all, I probably, I probably, I mean, Sixers are the best team. I, I mean, they're probably going to come out of this series. Um, but the Wizards are an intriguing team. You know, they're a team that can surprise. You know, they can, you know, make this a series. You know, but let's see what happens in game two versus these two teams. Tobias Harris was the story. This guy had, what, 28 points in the first half? That can't happen. <laughs> Tobias Harris, you know, he had 37 points, six rebounds. That cannot happen. Embiid had 30. Embiid was just, I mean, it's impossible to guard this guy. If it wasn't because of injuries, he would be. But because of injuries, I give him the MVP nod to Jokic. Uh, Seth Curry had 15 points. Uh, George Hill, 11. George Hill had a good game. So, like I said, every single game that I saw was good. The next game was Lakers versus Phoenix Suns. Man, the Lakers are in unfamiliar territory, starting the playoffs on the road. And uh, LeBron James had had a good first half. Second half, he kind of fizzled out. At 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 10 assists, Anthony Davis had 13 points, 7 rebounds. The Lakers lose by 9, but Anthony Davis only had 13. So that's something to watch for moving forward. Drummond had uh, 12 and 9. Uh, Schroeder had uh, 14 points, Casey 7. Off the bench, you had Harrell and Caruso in double figures. But what Phoenix was able to do well was get the uh, DeAndre Ayton involved early and often. He had 21 points, 16 rebounds. He dominated the Lakers big man. Lakers had no answers for DeAndre Ayton other than attack him, but Anthony Davis couldn't do that. Uh, Devin Booker, playoff debut, 34 points, uh, seven rebounds, eight assists. Chris Paul did get hurt, but he did finish the game. So there's something to look at moving forward. He hurt his shoulder, and LeBron fell down, grabbed his head. Grabbed, I don't know. When LeBron gets hurt, you don't really know how hurt he is or not. He's a great athlete, but it is what it is. Uh, off the bench, Cameron Payne came in and gave him 10 points. So this is a game where neither team scored 100 points, but it was close. It was close until a certain point, but it just seemed like the Lakers just couldn't get over that hump. And Phoenix came out on top, so Phoenix has a lead, 1-0. Remember last year, Portland had a lead on the Lakers, 1-0, and 
you saw how how that ended, right? So we'll see what happens. We'll see if the, if the Lakers can bounce back from that loss. Another game that was good was between the Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. Look, this is a series that I wasn't going to watch, but I'm going to watch it now. I mean, this game went back and forth, back and forth. It was between Trey Young and uh, Alec Burks. Phenomenal game, man. Trey Young hits that shot, and then he's looking at the crowd, you know, because they were saying F you, F you. He's like, well, I want to hear those F you chants now. It was silent. It was quiet. The just the look on Spike Lee's face was just was just amazing. So Trey Young had 32 points. Aganovich had 18. Capella had nine pitched in. But the 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 main story was Trey Young. Shout out to Lou Williams, Lemon Pepper Lou. He had 13. So he has playoff experience. He has playoff pedigree. Donald Nari's haircut was terrible. I don't know who cut that man's hair. He probably did it himself. Y'all go check out Donald Nari's haircut. But um, Alec Burke, man, he had 28, 27 points off the bench for the Knicks. I mean, he was literally almost a hero in this game. 27 points, quickly had 10 off the bench. Derrick Rose had 17 off the bench. That's a lot of bench points. And that's three point guards, three point guards slash shooting guards, because you can interchange those guys. Uh, Barrett had 14, Randall had 15. The starters pretty much didn't give you anything. Although Barrett gave you 14 and 11, and Randall gave you 15 and 12. The scoring came from the bench. It was D Rose making cut shots. It was uh, quickly making some plays in the in the in the first half, and then Alec Burks just down the stretch, just matching Trey Young blow for blow. But at the end, it was Trey Young who, you know, had the last uh, had the last say. Great game. Now the best game of the entire night was like the best for last. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Utah Jazz. Everybody said I was crazy when I said that the Grizzlies are a better matchup for Utah than the Golden State Warriors. They laughed at me. They said, you're crazy, man. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, the Grizzlies, who were the ninth seed, beat the Warriors, who were the eighth seed, to get into the playoffs, and then they go in. I understand that Donovan Mitchell didn't play, but the playoffs is not about excuses. The playoffs is about results. You just just do what you got to do. People get hurt. Things happen. But anyways, um, you look at this game. Kyle Anderson, Mr. Slow-Mo, had 14 points, four rebounds. I mean, he was solid, playing solid defense. DeLon Brooks was the story. He was the hero. He was the reason why the Grizzlies won this game. And the Grizzlies had a, a, a nice lead. You know, uh, he had 31 points, seven rebounds. I mean, they said he joined a list of people to have a playoff debut and have 30 points. So, I mean, that was 31 points. A guy who's known for his defense. I mean, the last six games, this guy has been on fire. You have Valanciunas who stepped in at 15 points, 12 rebounds, and he dominated Gobert. Gobert had nothing. Gobert couldn't do anything. Where's Gobert in the background? There he is. There he is. Yeah. He couldn't do nothing in this game. Um, Morant, this guy's just been playing awesome. 26 points, four rebounds, four assists. This guy's going to start with the Curries and the, and the Dame start to retire. This guy's going to be best point guard in years to come. I'm telling you guys right now. And off the bench, you had Bane. Shout out to Bane, man. Shout out to Bane. Bane played solid defense and hit some shots. Him and Grayson Allen and uh, uh, Jones. So they have a nice young team, nice young uh, trio. And it's crazy that Brandon Clark didn't play. I don't know if Brandon Clark was hurt or maybe it was matchup dependent because, you know, Utah is a bigger team. Memphis do need a backup center. They don't have one. And that could come back to bite them if Valanchunas is in foul trouble. Tillman is not it. Tillman is not it. You look at what Utah did this game. Utah should have lost this game. Like I said, 
Well, Bear fought out. He couldn't handle Valanciunas inside the paint. You know what I'm saying? But as he got fouled out, he, he did end up with 11 points, 15 points. That's good. Conley came in, uh, 22 points. Literally, Conley raised a lot of these young Grizzly cats. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of good. Conley seen his old team. He's proud of the young guys, but hey, the young guys are the enemy right now. He said that DeLon Brooks is a guy that he enjoyed having as a teammate for two years, but when they're on opposite sides, he does not like them. And I don't blame him. I do not blame him at all. Favors came in off the bench with a double-double, 12 and 11. Clarkson, 14 points. They definitely need more out of him if they want to win, especially Donovan Mitchell missing the game. So he was ready to go. Doctor said, no, you're not ready to go. Uh, so this is a great game. This is turned into a series. Everybody, literally everybody said Utah sweep. I didn't I, I didn't see a sweep, you know what I'm saying? I probably saw five, but now with the Memphis Grizzlies winning a game one, this is destined to be at least at least a six-game sweep. I'll tell you right now, if the Grizzlies win both games in Memphis, whoo, this gets interesting. Then you're talking seven-game series, but yeah, the Grizzlies will need to win both games in Memphis. I don't think the Grizzlies win again in Utah with Donovan Mitchell coming back. He's going to be happy. He's going to be excited. But, hey, don't sleep on this Memphis crowd. Games three and four is going to be buzzing in the city of Memphis. If it's not because of family obligations, I will be there and enjoy that game because I live, you know, three hours down the street. But anyways, man, just wanted to get on here, man, talk some NBA playoffs in the comment section. Let me know what was your favorite game? What was your favorite moment in the playoffs? And what are your playoff predictions? Do you guys think that the Grizzlies go six? Do you guys think, okay, it just goes five? Uh, what do you guys think about the Lakers? You guys, you guys think that the Lakers are in trouble? Do you think that, that the Lakers end the series in six or five or they lose? I honestly think the Lakers win in five. That's my, that's, hey, I can, you call me biased because I'm a Lakers fan? It is what it is. I think that series is, uh, goes five. Now, next game is telling. It's going to tell me everything that I, that, that I need to know. This is your first time listening to the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. Uh, please subscribe uh, on YouTube. Like, share. Um, also, if you are listening on audio version uh, on Apple, Spotify, please be sure to subscribe and comment, share, rate. Uh, thank you, guys. You guys be safe. You guys have a safe one. You guys, I said, you guys be safe. You guys have a safe one. You guys uh, be blessed. Wow.